Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Everywhere we go, people want to know who we are and where we come from. So who are you and where do you come from? My name is Amy and I come from Dublin. Dublin one. Dublin one. You <laughs> yeah. forgot the one. I'm D1. You have to put the one in. You have to go D1. Um, Amy, so you and I met a long time ago and then you, you and your mum did a podcast with me. And the last time I did a podcast, I was like referee in between two of oh, you. Because you were ready to kill each other half the time. And, you know, the feedback I got off that was just unbelievable. But I know that you left here not saying everything you wanted to say. And then we've had conversations. And you are this big, fabulous personality. Um, always buzzing, always on that positive vibe. And I've noticed over the past while you've been on a journey. Yeah. And when you reached out and went, I think it's time that we actually do sit down and have a proper chat. I was like, yeah, I knew there was something there. Yeah. So this isn't something we've talked about before on the podcast and we've literally just had a quick chat about it now amongst many different things because yes. we're catching up. <laughs> um, and you're half the person, I have to say that about you, you're half <laughs> I'm the so person. Like. <laughs> yeah, like you look incredible. Um, but just taking it back, talk to me why you wanted to sit down today. Um, Like... I want to sit down and speak and speak out about, you know, my journey and for, you know, people to know the real Amy Hippie Hun because a lot of people are so interested in, you know, wanting to know me um, and obviously I'm ready in myself um, to speak out like something that happened to me when I was younger. So um, when I was younger, um, I was sexually abused um, which has been like you know the biggest journey of my life but why I want to speak out about it is because I want to help other people like myself to understand that you know it's you're not the problem like you're like it was you are never the problem because people like myself hold it in for so long like I've, I've held it in for 20 plus years of my life Um, I'm 32 now so at 32, like, I am finally ready to speak out about it, like, to shift that feeling of that I wasn't in the wrong, that I'm not this dirty person, because it's so crazy. Like, even though, like, it happened, it has happened to you, you're afraid to speak out. Like, you feel like the bad person. Like, you feel dirty in yourself. Like, it's just crazy that you put yourself to blame for so many years, and... Like, I'm so happy that I'm ready to speak out about it is, like, you're, like, I can't explain it. It's just, it's so nice, like, to be able to sit here with yourself and free, and free mm. of it. Like, to even, like, you don't, you don't really speak about it is because you're always afraid of the other people's reactions of what they would think of you and how they feel about you. Like, you never think of yourself, you know, like, and you never think of, you know, like about speaking out about it, how different your life could be instead of holding it inside because who like the people that has happened to it's a dark cloud like it it never goes like I thought I would go to the grave with this. I was like, I'm going to the grave. Nobody's ever going to know. And I know like that's how a lot of other girls and boys like feel. Men and women, I don't know why I'm saying mm. girls and boys, all of them mm. Um, is because you think you're never going to be speaking about it. And, like, that's my journey. Like, this is why I'm healing myself. I'm healing 
my inner child, you know, of so the damage, take, yeah. take it back then, right? So we know you blocked it out for many yeah. years. So a lot of the information you have, and we're not going to go into detail on it. So it happened when you were very young. Yeah. At what point did you realise, or was it the immediate, this is fucking wrong? Yes, like, you know it's wrong. Mm. But you're a child, you know. Like, the minute that happens, like, you're... Your soul to the devil, do you get me? Like your your soul is got like your your soul is sold. Like you know, like when it's happening that it's wrong, but you're a child. Like you know, like you you're, you're afraid to speak out, and if you like speak to like people who like who oh, sorry, what if you speak to people who oh, my mind's gone blank mm. <laughs> if you speak to people like who what's happened the same situation so I couldn't mm. get that out mm. like you, they never speak out nobody ever speaks out even though you know it's wrong um but you never like you never like say it when you're a child like no you, like young child that has happened to ever speaks out it's always when they're an adult and it's so yeah. sad mm. and this is like I want to help people and I want to create awareness around that even though like it happened to me 20 plus years ago it's still happening today how long did it happen to you for what, what kind of period did it last for um, a few times like I can obviously remember a few times I can't remember the period and even like my little brother always says to me I had a little diary when I was younger um, and I used to write in it and I hid it and my brother found me dirty and he was reading it and I was ripping it up born in it and all and I can't remember that and he was like Amy do you not remember doing that and I think obviously I don't know whether I was speaking about that and I was speaking about you know things growing up and I can't remember that because I blocked like stuff out for so long where like now when I try to think back you know of like the time or the age, like I really can't remember. Um, you also said when we spoke with your mum that you were always like angry, you were always ready to kill someone. Yeah, because like, you're carrying that anger. Yeah. Like you're carrying around like that anger. And you still are. Like this is why it's fairly important, like, you know, to deal with it now. Like, I know counselling isn't for me. Mm. And the healing is for me, like my spiritual journey is for me. Um, because people think, you know, oh, you have to run to counselling and counselling helps you. It doesn't help everybody, it doesn't help me. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of anger growing up because obviously you're angry. Was he a family relative? No, no. it was a friend of a family relative. Okay. And um, which, like, you know, like I've spoke out, you know, to all my family this year. Oh. Which I can't believe that I've spoke out about because it's it's crazy. Even I just it's a it's amazing feeling, and like anybody that has happened to like you, you get there. That's what I'm asking. What took you to actually sit down with your man, your brother, and to tell them this happened to you? But I always say like your adult mind is the worst mind you can be in. Like you just wake up one day and you have to sit with your demons. Like, this time last year, I probably wouldn't have sat down. I'd be running. I couldn't. I'd be running. I'd be walking, moving. Couldn't sit down, sit easy. Like, I was running away from everything. Wouldn't let me mind rest. And then one day, I just woke up. I was like, this is not going. It's not going anywhere. It's I'm waking up every day. This is still here. So I either be brave enough to face me demons or keep running forever. And eventually, you get tired. Your legs wear out, mm. you know? So, yeah, I just, like... What kind of effect did it have on your mouth? Um, obviously, you know, Jesus, the worst thing she could hear. Um, because, obviously, the hard thing is, you know, talking out, like, why I didn't say it for so long was because I was protecting me ma, you know, and saving me ma, because, like, I don't want... There's never... You, there's no blaming anybody other than, obviously, the person who has done it. There's no blaming anybody. And that's the one thing, like, that I didn't want, you know, obviously telling, like, my mother what has happened. Like, I was scared. I'm not going to lie when I did tell her. Obviously, she broke down, and then, obviously, I had regret. I was like, what am I after doing? Like, because of seeing her, like, she was panicking, then I was panicking. I couldn't breathe. I was like, but 
I, I shouldn't be the one, only the one in my head and living with it when it has happened to me. Um, but the one thing I hate, like when you do speak to people, it shouldn't be a problem when you speak to people about this. And this is what I want to change and create awareness. Like it's no, like you, I hate when you think that people's feeling sorry for you as well because it's not about that. I don't want anybody's, you know, sadness. Like I just, you say to me brothers as well, like I don't want you fucking all, sorry, <laughs> all guns blazing it's not about mm. that it's about me it's about you have to be strong for me if I'm strong enough to sit and down and tell you and talk to you you have to be strong enough to listen to me mm-hmm. because I'm the one that has had went through it I'm the one that has de- dealt with it 20 plus years of my life you know like sad sadly this is like what has happened to your daughter to your sister to your niece but you have to be... If I'm strong enough to sit down and talk to you, you have to be strong enough to listen to me. It's mm. not about sorry. It's not about tears. I've cried my tears. I don't want you to... I want you sitting there and just support me. That's all I want. Do you know what I mean? Like You don't want them getting into I trouble. Don't you don't want them causing no, more. You don't want to do to all that? that. Mm. Do you know? Like It's easy going bleeding around, punching the head off people and wanting to bleed and shoot people. And, you know, but that's... like You can't do that. I don't want that. If I wanted that, I could have done it myself, do you know? Mm. But no, we're not at that. We're at there. You you support me. Sit with me. And I'm strong enough to tell you, be proud of that. And let's let's get through this together. Nobody wants to obviously hear, you know, that it's happened to me, but it has. But then again, this is not your story. This is mine. This is my journey. And I think, Annie, and I hate to say victim or survivor yes, out, yeah. out there, they have to be re- have that mindset that yeah. I need you to shut up, listen to what I'm yeah. going to say, and then just deal with it. Yeah, You're going to have to, because this is the situation I'm in, and I don't need you, like, God, if this was a situation I was in, I know the first thing out my dad or my brother's mate, yeah. I'll bleed and shoot, I I'll know, kill him, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? I'll get him bleeding back, he'll be like, you know what I mean, that's the thing, and you just... Don't need that. No, it's not. Do you know what? It's no. And I hate it, like, you know. Like, I don't want that. Like, I genuinely don't. I, I just want for me to still continue to heal. Mm. It's not about, like, bleeding, going out, stabbing somebody. Mm. Like, because I know, like, that's the first mm. thing that they want to do. But it's just, like, you need to support the person telling you. Like, imagine now my brothers went out and done that and then they're locked up, you know? Like, then you automatically, why'd I say, why say this? Why'd I talk? Mm. You know? And the the man that did this, have you ever seen him? Um, Apparently, you know, he's dead now. So I, I haven't seen him now in many years. How do you feel about that? It's weird, like... Because I just trained my mind into being so strong... I don't even know, like, if I want that revenge. Do you know, like, it's just where I'm at as, as a person. Be, like, you don't do when like, you don't take an eye for an eye. Do you know, and that's just how I am, even though something as awful has happened to me. But, you know, I know he's bleeding, roaring in hell, and that's all I know. But you can't, like, my brothers always say to me, Amy, how the fuck are you not on heroin? Like, because you do hear of girls especially girls you know and they're on drugs and they're gone down the wrong route and i was like oh yeah you know she was sexually abused when she was younger because you hear the these stories and you know it's like you have to train your mind like to be strong like if i didn't train my mind and wasn't strong as a person i probably would be bleeding sitting on the canal with heroin that's the easiest thing to do mm-hmm. you know it's the easiest thing to go for an addiction or you know on alcohol and drugs but I'm so proud of myself and how I trained my mind and to be strong to be like now like there's more to life like how did you but so we know you're on the healing journey yeah you obviously start training your mind very early yeah and how did you do that you just like you have to um you know like I didn't have it easy growing up. I won't obviously go into too much detail. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I know. I, I don't, yeah, I know, and I know that, but you just say what you have to yeah. say. Like, you know, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Just oh, say yeah, like I had a hard growing up. 
Um, you know, like I looked after my two younger brothers, like my auntie uh, committed suicide when I was very young. Um, you know, like I had a hard from the get go. Like I had, uh, like I had to learn emotions that you shouldn't have went through, like till you're older. So going through all these emotions and pain and hurt and feeling like so low on yourself at young, like at a young age. I had to be strong from me from my brothers. Like I was raiding my brothers, I was looking after my brothers. So I had to be strong for them first and then myself. But now I know that it's like it's at the benefit of me, you know, growing up. Mm-hmm. Now obviously I'm not like I still go through my emotions and I sit, you know, in dark places all the time and which is very hard. But I'm also like that's what the happy and bubbly person everybody sees, that is me as well. Mm. But there's obviously another side, like the Amy, that nobody knows. And I want people to know the real me, you know, and to like the person that they just see on Instagram or, you know, up DJing or walking on the street. Like, there's a real story to this person. Mm. It's not about just tattoos and obviously losing five songs. Mm, mm, <laughs> mm. um, you know, like there's more. Like, this is the reality that we're living in. Life isn't all sunshine and lollipops. 90% of people around you has, you know, a dark story to them where it's okay to speak out. Like, it's okay to tell your story. You Who know? was the first person you told? First person I told. I think it was one of my ex-girlfriends. Mm. <laughs> um, but how, how was it for you? Like, you know, when you were saying to me mm. that you're in dark holes. Mm. Like what what happens and how do you get yourself out of that? Like my dark hole is just no getting out of my head. Like because I've been diagnosed with depression, um, like I don't take any antidepressants or anything, and you know I just think coming off them or anything. But I've been diagnosed with pre- uh, depression. When were you diagnosed? Uh, last year, last year. So I obviously knew I was low. Um, so I just went to the doctors, like, I couldn't sleep. Do you know, like, as I said, I would be running away and I couldn't sleep and I'd be sleeping two hours, close your, like, close your eyes and you just can't sleep. So I just went to the doctor. To be honest, I went to the doctor just for, like, something to relax me, do you know, like a Xanax mm, or mm, something. That's mm. all I wanted. Yeah. But no, doctor wouldn't give me, um, obviously he diagnosed me with depression, so I went back down after that it was and I was like, I just need something to relax me, you know, that in your stomach. Do you ever get that anxiety? Yeah. It's mm. horrible. Um and like yeah, I was like, Do you just have a Xanax? He was like, No, they're too addicting. I'm not giving you Xanax, but get me antidepressants. And um he broke them up in half. He was like, These will relax you. I looked them up, trying to get off them is like nearly worse than heroin. So yeah, literally, like, they won't give you anti relaxer, but we'll just give you antidepressants that you're hooked on. If you talk to people coming off antidepressants, that is like, you're going cold turkey. It's actually worse, like, you yeah. know, coming off it. Um, did you tell the doctor what happened to you? Yeah, so I did, yeah. Mm. Um, it's no, no support, do you know what I mean? Isn't it? No support, like, no, like, referring you to say, if you did want to go to counselling, there's nothing. It's literally, it's like blowing smoke into the wind. There's like no support, like, sadly, you know, for the mental health system in Ireland. It's crazy. It's actually mad. And then how then are you starting to, like, well, as I said, I asked you already, but just like, how do you get to the point that you're like, right, I'm either going to fucking throw myself in front of a bus. Yeah. Or I'm going to have to sort myself out. Mm. How do you get there? Like it's it's hard because you still get days like you still have days now when I get a bad day I get a bad day I just like like, I just to be all over the place like I I just can't sit easy like I'd be riddled like with anxiety no I don't like sometimes because your mind plays tricks on you like would you just better off not being here? But, like, I'd never think of suicide. Mm. Um, I wouldn't ever... Like, suicide's a big thing to me because my auntie commits suicide, so I know I'd never do that. Um, but there's just times because you're feeling so low, you're like, Is, would I better off not be here? Like, you just feel like the problem, The like, you know, you're a burden. Nobody loves you. You're not wanted. Like, you know, you're not needed. So you do. That's how I feel. 
And then I'd have to bring myself back up. That's why I'd go out on a walk and I'd walk because that helps me so much. See, sitting there in the room and like it's you're caught in your head. Oh, it's the worst thing. That's the thing you saying that, and I'm like, I'd never ever think you would ever, yeah, feel like that. Like, you it's know crazy. You, yeah. yeah, people always say, like, you know, like. It, that's not a false thing about me. That's genuinely yeah. just me. Mm. But yeah, there is days, and I'm fairly open to talking about my mm. mental health on Instagram and to other people, because as I said, it's not all sunshine and lollipops. Like when I have a bad day, I'll tell everybody I'm having a bad day. I'm down in the dumps. But then again, you have to bring yourself around. You have to be strong enough to bring yourself back around. Because if you don't, you're going to be caught in that bad day for seven days, mm. ten days, like weeks. You know, you have to train your mind, and I know it's crazy. See, you have to just be strong and do it for you. Like there has to be that push in, in your chest to drive you to get past this bad day. That there's more to life. There's more to life. The opportunities for you. You know, like if I didn't, I'd be still stuck somewhere. And who are the people who are getting you there now? Myself, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be totally honest, myself. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice, like, for now, I never had security, you know, like, I never had, like, real proper security, right, and it was always a worry, but you know, the best feeling in the world now is my security is myself, mm-hmm. and it's fucking amazing, like, mm-hmm. it's me, I'm getting myself there, everything I'm doing in my life is for myself and nobody else. And it takes a long time for you to put yourself first. You know, you get caught in relationships. You get caught up with friends. Not like, when you think of it, nobody's really there for you and sitting in your head more than yourself. And you have to do it for yourself or not in a relationship. You're trying to better yourself. You know, you have to do it for you. Because that is the thing that I think, even with everything that goes on in life, if you don't sort it out, if you don't want to change, if you, it's the same with addiction, if you don't want to give it up, it's you. You're the only person. You can't do it for me, can't do it for kids, can't yeah. do it for anyone else. You have to do it. And it's great to have someone to say, how are you doing, Amy? You are right. Yeah. But that, realistically, it's just you. Yeah. No, like obviously we have close friends, you know, like we have mm. close friends, close. <clears throat> but some people, and a lot of people as well, like, are around you because they're, you know they're benefiting off you like mm. you know there's not real friends out there there's not real relationships mm. and obviously I'm just saying that because I've been through it mm. like I've been through relationships I've been through friendships and who are you really left with now I'm not saying that forever and now I'm going to meet somebody and mm. you know down the line like mm. um, so that's just like experience experiences in life to, it has me the way of the way I'm thinking now mm. So, obviously, if I didn't have them experiences, I wouldn't be the person I am now. Everything does happen for a reason. Literally, everything happens for a reason in life. Now, obviously, some things, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the people you're meant to meet, they cross your path, like, for a lesson or a blessing, really, isn't mm-hmm. it? And then tell me about the... You said that you're on a spiritual journey, so what is that journey and what have you been doing? Because someone might be in the same situation as you and going... I'm not putting an antidepressant name in your mouth. Yeah. So what else have you been doing? Um. So, yeah, so I, like, I was away in Portugal on a retreat over there, and it's all about, like, now yoga wouldn't be my thing, but the mm. meditation is. Mm. I'd be like a pretzel on the floor. <laughs> I can't do yoga. Mm, mm. I am not flexible for yeah, yoga. Yeah, me neither. But mm. I love, like, going to gens, like, full moons, like, meditation. Like, they're amazing. Mm. Like, this time last year, like, when I start really manifesting my dreams, like, writing it down, putting it out to the universe, what saved me... What has helped me is my spiritual journey and me, like, knowing that my spirit guide, which is me nanny around me, and, like, that has helped me so much. Like, seeing numbers, like, this is now, I went on my spiritual journey when I was 27, I'm 32 now. But knowing, like, that has helped me so much. Like, manifesting, last year I was manifesting, and I was like... I'm going to DJ, I was putting it out to the universe, writing it down. I was like, I'm going to 
DJ at a big concert. I was like, I'm going to do it, you know, like a big, huge mm. gig. I didn't know what it was. I was like, but this is it. I was like, this is what I want to do. Music also mm. helps me so much in my life. But Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. We'll get to that in a minute. Mm. Um... But I wrote it out to the universe and I kept putting it down, putting it down. And then I got asked to DJ at Electric Picnic. Oh Ireland's biggest yeah. like festival. I've seen it. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And now I'm doing it again this year. Like I'm Jeez. DJing again. Like um, at Electric Picnic. But like when you feel and when you really believe like what you're putting out to the universe and manifesting all these things. Like, if you think it's going to be hard, you're not going to get it. You're not going mm. to get it. If you feel it's going to be easy, you get it. And, like, it's amazing. Like, and it, it, that just pushed me even more to be spiritual and, you know, manifest, mm. put it out to the universe. And can I ask you, at what point yeah. when you were, like, take it back a little bit, when you started going about your DJing and into it, did you throw yourself into that to get some sort of relief from... Yeah, so with DJing, like I actually never planned to be a DJ, like you know the way I am now. And mm. um, I literally just got I am like the decks and the mixer. I had a stereo. I had two stereos. Do you know the big stereos? Yeah, yeah. You have to clip them in because I didn't have my own room. Mm-hmm. Right, I was living in my man's. Mm-hmm. I used to have to put two decks on an iron board, a mixer, a stereo, and two speakers. Oh so I mean he was taking me about a half an hour to set up <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. and then the minute I got on it I didn't even know how to DJ mm. but when, when I was on it I just you zone out it was me and the music nothing else like was getting in and that's where my love of music start and then obviously I like was on the iron board in my ma's bleeding bedroom mm. and then one of my brother's friends was like she's good I want to give her our first gig got me first gig Pressed the wrong deck, thing turned off. Oh I like the worst gig of my life, but mm. it was good. And now I'm bleeding DJ and then let your picnic. But music, it just lifts me soul. Like when I listen to music, it just gets me. Mm. It's just me in the zone. Like my soul is just there and nothing else. And music, yeah, is a big part to play, like in my healing journey as well. And I think that's what makes you, you a good DJ. Anybody can play songs, but you know, only feel them songs in your soul. Mm. And you're like, this is it. And then everybody else loves it. Mm. Everybody can pick any songs. <laughs> and if you were, you know, so say you're on the journey now and this is where you are and you're, you're trying to heal. 
do you think if that person was alive today, would that healing process be going to the guards? Would you have gone and reported it? Or um, yeah, but to be honest, like I've just cases before. Like when you do a report, and nothing happens. Now I'm mm. not saying you don't, mm. um, but no, I definitely would one hundred percent if he was here. One hundred percent, like I would, and um, you know. So obviously, I can't deal with that now about it. But what I'm doing is like, you know, speaking out, creating awareness around it. That does 90% of people out there that's probably happened to. Mm. And it's time to speak out. It's not like a taboo, mm. you know. Not shameful. No, it's not shameful. Mm. Like, as I says, we just, all you need is support and be around right people. But mm. even me speaking out, you know, people that has probably happened to, like, that still probably won't speak out about now for another five years, but... Still to create awareness about it. Because mm-hmm. it does take it, like, you don't just, even though, you know, me speaking about it, I know people are not going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll speak out about it. Still takes time in your mind to process it. And, you know. And did you ever fear meeting him down the line or? No, not really, because I never thought of it, if you get me, because obviously I blocked it out. Um, and what is it? Do you just have that? holy shit moment this happened to me yeah um, like i'm like what the fuck that's what like sorry i keep course yeah, <laughs> mm. um it's more like your adult mind as i said earlier is the most dangerous mind you can be in mm. because you do be like what the fuck happened to me mm. but you know like when you're younger you're just, like you kind of blanket out but as i says like you wake up with your demons and it's like oh my god this has happened to me like this is serious um, and it's scary. It's scary. You're doing the, the, have you done inner child work? Are you doing that? Yeah, inner child, yeah. That's mm. why I'm healing. Mm. Like, sometimes I just feel real sorry, like, and when I'm doing me drawing, and, you know, like, I'd be, like, roaring and crying because I'm, like, little Amy. I'm even getting upset because I'm, like, I'd love to wrap my arms around her. Like, I'd love to be, like, you're going to be okay. Like, look where you are now. Like, mm. because you do forget, like, how far, like, that I'm after coming where I am, you know, and everybody else can tell you, you know, around that, but it's you that has to see it and believe it, and it's only now where I'm looking at my life and what I've been through, so much shit in my life, and I'm still standing, but I just would love to wrap little Amy around me, or I'd love to wrap my arms around it and be like, you're okay, I have you, and it's just real upsetting, because obviously, that's the who I'm healing, is it like little Amy? Mm. Like obviously big Amy, she's all right, you know, but that's what that's why I like I was thinking of me when I was younger, it just gets me. Was there No, and again, was there like that yeah <laughs> just because I know, like, is the responsible adult, like, is it just that you just wanted someone just to yeah. take you out of that situation? Yeah, yeah that's it. You just wanted, like, the person I am now is who I just wanted somebody to be when I was younger. Mm. You know, like, that's why, like, my brothers mean so much to me because they knew I had nobody, but that they had me. Mm. And, like, I just suppose the person you are, I seen a quote, it was like, the person you are is, like, the person you wanted somebody to be when you were younger. I don't remember the quote, and it is true. Like, I just wanted somebody like me when I was younger, mm. you know, to kind of just take me away from the situation. So my auntie, who commits suicide, she used to she used to be my escape. So she used to meet me outside school. Did she know? No, no, mm. geez, no. Mm. Um, nobody knew until, obviously, you know, mm. I got older and I've said it. But my auntie, well, she was my escape. And... It's crazy. Like, when I was 11, she died on the 11th, the 11th. And she committed suicide. And I booked an Australia ticket to go to Australia. And we were just looking at cheap flights. And she was like, this is the uh, cheapest flight. I was like, just book it. And it was for the 11th, the 11th of November. Yeah. Like, so I know that's horrible. Um, Can you talk to me about your relationship with your auntie and how that affected you? Oh, jeez. Like... I think, like, it really has affected me. 
I think as well that was a big part that took over of like you know of realizing what happened to me because like my auntie committed suicide like and it was honestly the worst thing and still is like that could have happened to me because she was my escape so then when she died like it was just it was so hard knowing that but you know what's the hardest thing is and I think it's why I'm also a really nice person and I love to help others because I feel if she just had one person in life she wouldn't have committed suicide and I really do believe that I think if she just had one person and one support little support she'd be still here because she obviously felt so low and so alone that she had to commit suicide what was she like she was the best like Everybody says I'm actually the image of her. Mm-hmm. Like, she was just, yeah, she was the best. Auntie Cindy. Her name's Jacinta. I, <laughs> me confirmation name, I picked Jacinta. There's <laughs> not a saying Jacinta inside. Is But no, she was the best. Um, and yeah, it'll always hurt. How did you find out? Um, my uncle, my auntie's husband, knocked up to me man. I remember I was playing on the swings and I was like why the fuck is he at my ma's? Like, never in a million years would he be at my ma's house. And um, I went up and I was like, what's wrong? And my ma was like, Cindy's dead. And I felt me knees. I was roaring and crying. Roaring and crying. Um, Did you know what that meant? Because, you know... I knew straight away. Mm. She said, like, me, she was saying that she, she jumped off um, a balcony. So she jumped off, like the flats and my mum was like um she uh she fell off the balcony and I knew it I just don't know what it was even at such a young age I knew that she um she killed herself I don't know why I just knew it and it was honestly the worst pain it's still so sad because she was only 28 she was only young so that's like your adult mind is so crazy because even like now in my adult mind I'm like she was 28 she felt so alone to bleed and just do that. And I was like, if there's one, if you can just be, you just don't know what anybody's going through. Mm. You know, I'd rather be the person I am than to be this stuck up person with a thousand, like hundred thousand followers mm. on Instagram that doesn't help anybody. Because this is real life. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just help somebody. And then your nanny, well, how old are you when she died? My nanny was 17. My nanny's my spirit guide. I always being told that my nanny's my spirit guide. And um, when I was on the retreat, uh, with Jen, uh, it was the most amazing experience I've ever had in my life. Jen put this like, I don't know what it was on your chest, right? And she bangs it, so it's like vibrations. So we we're lying there, and she banged it on my chest, and uh, you breathe in, and then you let out, and I see in this big white light. And Jen was like, it's your spirit guide. And I knew it was me nanny. And I was roaring and crying. And it was so nice to know that I'm not alone. That she is there with me. She is guiding me. Everything I'm seeing is me nanny. And I was roaring and crying. I couldn't, like it was inconsolable because I was like, she's actually here with me. Mm. Even though you know and you're being told. But to see it, it was amazing amazing and it's mad because like Paul's mum will say to me like where are you going you know when yeah. I go off and I'll, I'm to just get in the, the, the river because I just love that space <laughs> yeah. out there I'm obsessed with it and just get in the river and I'm like yeah and she's like in your swimsuit I was like nobody gives oh yeah see the bollocks. spiritual community is the best community yeah. like honestly you get in anyway yeah when I was in Portugal I don't know what happened to me I actually got me time of the month to fly I swelled out <laughs> even one of the girls was like Amy you're bloating um, I was like I'm gonna have to ring that surgeon and see <laughs> I went huge but didn't care yeah. chilling you wouldn't like mm. you know we wouldn't be sitting in Fairview Park chilling like that yeah. everybody be looking at you yeah. the spiritual community is the best community you mm. can go into yeah. we're all damaged I'm actually it's Jen's full moon next 
day is that? Next Thursday, next mm. Wednesday, and I'm reading out like a little healing thing and all, mm. and a, like everybody, we're all together for some sort of reason in our head. Yeah. Like some people do it. That's what me and Jen always mess about. Being like, people just want to pitch on Instagram 10 minutes into it, you're sobbing your laps. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you know, mm. like it's heavy. Mm. Like, it's good though. It's amazing. I love it. Like, I love like the whole process of the healing journey. At 32, now, if I'm this strong and my life is going so good, I know by 42, I'm going to get it all. Mm. But for me... Mm. Tell me about your tattoos. I know we discussed it a bit, but let's be... Who's <laughs> I've had Alexa. Is that new? No. I think Shh. my arms are real skinny. <laughs> oh, my God. Tell this me one on my chest. It's not the devil. Um, it's to protect me from all evil, negativity, wisdom. It's like a Japanese tattoo. I have millions. You'll be here all day with me. But tell me about this one because this one freaks me out. Why? Just because, like, I'm so holy, spiritual. Are you I'm so holy. Are you? So holy. Oh, God, where's your rosary beads? I, I haven't seen I a rosary bead they're, since. They're not one set of rosary beads together. No, you, it's not. Do you know what it is? It's like judging, like, straight away. People are always like, that's the devil. Mm. Why do you have the devil tattooed on you? Mm. Straight away, like, mm. you know, that's what people say, but it's not. It's actually a very spiritual tattoo. But people are always quick to judge. Well, I wasn't quick to judge. No, you I'm are. Just like, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't like it. I just don't well, like it because it, it, it yeah. frightens the life out of me. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm like, whatever it is, it is. Yeah. But no, and then, like, I have millions. But no, that is, like, that's a big one. That's a big one. Then I have like a lotus flower. Now I need to get it done again, but you want to see the pain of it. But a lotus flower grows through muck mm. and it grows into this beautiful person. I've grew up in muck my whole life and now I'm becoming, you know, a beautiful person. So that's why like I'd have that in my neck. Because it's a lot you only like a lotus flower is on the lake and it grows through muck. And when you say when you say you've grown up through muck, like is that like where What's happened to you? Yeah. Like, I've just grew up in a shit situation. Mm. Like, I could literally write a book about my life. Literally, like, I've really been bad with a bad, dealt with a bad deck of cards. But, do you know what I mean? It's, you can't, you can't hold that in life. Like, nobody's going to sit there and pay your bills. Nobody's going, you're not going to wake up one day and have everything you want. Mm. Nobody's going to feel sorry for you. Do you know, like, people have their own shit and their own issues. You have yours. Like, you can't use it as an excuse, like, to be a bad person in life. You can't use it for an excuse to go down the wrong room, not have a job, not wanting more for yourself. Mm. Do you know, like, mm. you can't let that, you can't let that, like, be life. You can't let that do it. Like, you can't. And then, can I ask you, I did think you and Jill were together. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Why does everybody think that we're yeah. best friends? I swear to God, I did think you were together. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> come right there, hello, yeah, yeah. Gilligan, Johnny. Yeah, I swear to God. Oh God, no, we're friends twenty-seven years. See, and I think yeah, your people who know you is like no, 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 you is but yeah. I know that. But like, I don't think the wider Instagram community because oh I God. definitely would have talked. Oh that Jesus, you I'll have to put a little post up now. <laughs> she lives. Um, I lived. She lived far down. Four devils, yeah. four doors down from me, mm-hmm. um, and she be moved into flats twenty seven years ago, and their man's are still there, and she was on the rollerblades, and she was like, "Is the girl coming out twenty seven years ago? We do have some crack." <laughs> isn't that great though, isn't yeah. it but I'm, no we're not together, not together. Right, so I think you should clarify yeah that. I actually think yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and really. maybe then you might you know get more different energies and stuff like that yeah. tell me you're leaving Jillo you're leaving Ireland yes I'm leaving I am off to Sydney Australia on the 11th in November and I'm obviously nervous but I'm excited I just I know the feeling I'm getting that this is where life is going to heal. This is where... I can't heal here right now. There's too much around me. But I also... Like what? Like, just... There's too much bad, if you get me. I just want to break away. Like, my brothers are grown up. I can finally not worry about them. I can worry about me now, do you get me? And, and I can just heal. I know... I just have a feeling in my chest and soul... That life is, it's going to be good over there. Mm. Not selling me card and I'll stop and walking around. 
And then when when you decided to go, I was that's what I was like. Is she going on her own? Is she like what is she doing? So you just know you just have to get out here and you have to go. Like how did you tell your brothers and tell your mother that you were going? Just I just it was like I'm going. I just get an hour here. Like they're obviously all delighted. Mm. Like everybody's going to be sad, but they know like it's going to be the best thing for me. But yeah, I just was like last year just got it into my head. I was like I can't do this. I just want to break away. Mm. And that's being told by two very spiritual people that I'm going to meet the love of my life over there. She better be rich and putting yeah. it out there. Put it, put it manifest her. Oh, no, I don't want to settle yeah. down until I'm about 40. But come here, you're not running away from it, are you? No, I'm not running away. Ooh. I just like I just know that I just need some time to heal away from here. Mm. And that's allowed, I think. Yeah, no, yeah, it is. I think I'll even grow stronger as a person. And yeah, I can't believe I'm gone. I'm booked and all, I'm shitting I'm ill. And your job, can you do that job over there? Are yeah. you qualified that you can yeah, do that job yeah. over there? Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to DJ for a bit over there. I have DJ friends. Yeah. That's what one of my things was manifesting. Um, I was like, I got, like, I want my brothers to come over, standing behind me, and I'm DJing to like, tw- like 20,000 people. I just have that vision. And it'll happen. I'm going to tag it in the post. And you'd be like, I told you on the 23rd of August, I told you that this is what I was going to do. And you're going to do it. Here I am, hippie hun, let's go. <laughs> this is the real hippie hun. Do you know, like, this is what I want. People think it's just, like, I'm bubbly and I have tattoos, I'm a DJ. No, this is the real Amy. This is the real hippie hun. Who's, who does who? struggles would you say struggles or who's healing 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 healing. i wouldn't like obviously i struggle on it i wouldn't struggle every day Mm. so i wouldn't say i'm struggling but when i have my bad days you know i would struggle but i'm definitely healing Mm. like and the thing i've learned and it's a very hard pill to swallow is forgiveness is for you and not for anybody else so Mm. you like my forgiveness for everything is for me it's not for the other person. It's not for anybody else, and that's that's what you, that's what I've learned. What advice? Like, what advice? Because you're not, as you said, it's not going to be the person that you're talking to today that's listening to this and is in the same situation. I'm going to go. All right, I'm going to tell someone because I yeah. want you to. What advice would you would you, would you give them about feeling or someone who's who's gone through it and is just not ready? For, and then, what advice would you give people that they're about to tell? Yeah. So the main thing is, like, I would love to say, like, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, like, to speak because you're fucking terrified, like, a speaker now. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid and it's really going to be okay. Um, You know, obviously, talk to even one person, you know, like, we can all have one person to talk to. Don't be ashamed. Don't be feeling any way guilty. Like, it was never your fault, you know, like... Just, yeah, I'd say just even start slowly just talking about it one person at a time and see what way you feel. And when you speak about it, don't be afraid and don't be regretting your decision. Like, you just, when you speak to somebody, just give yourself a little day or two to come to terms with it. Because mm. you do, like, you do kind of regret saying, you're like, oh, shit, should I be saying that? So, you know, I'd, everybody's going to deal with it different, but it's, it is, it's going to be okay. It really is. And then to anyone who is getting this information. What do you mean getting As in someone coming to me as a sister or coming to me as a a mother to board. Yeah. Around that like. Oh, getting information. Yeah. yeah, Like that. Do you know what? That is hard as well. Mm. Um, You know, like it's important, you know, for the mother or sister or whatever. Like, you know, it's you have to be strong. Obviously, it's going to be very upsetting, but you have to be strong for the person telling you. You know, it's not about putting blame on yourself and guilt on yourself. It's not about anything like that. You know, but then it's again, it's it's good for them to talk about to somebody, mm. which I can. It's very hard because obviously I'm on the other end. Mm. You know of it, um, but it is hard. It's it's a fucking shit one to be honest. Mm. And it's like that you're saying to someone, you know, I'm telling you this and that stuff, but I don't want you to tell me about your feelings about it. Yeah, no, but like obviously it's good to express, like, but I hate when you tell somebody and like they're feeling sorry for you. I don't want, and I think I'd say other people would feel the same, 
you don't want anybody to fucking feel sorry for you. Because then that, that did just make me angry. And I'd be like, like, because you then feel, I don't know, if somebody feels sorry for you, what way do you feel? Mm. You don't feel good. Mm. It's pity or something, do you know? Like, mm. a, you know, I hate, I, that's the one thing I hate when somebody's feeling sorry for you. Who's the hardest person you're going to say goodbye to? Me brothers. Definitely. I was like, like definitely me brothers. Because in a way, I like I don't know what it is. I feel a bit guilty leaving them. And that's just obviously because I've cared for them, for them my whole life. Like, I feel a bit guilty, like I'm just leaving them. But then again, I'm like, I have to do this. Like, they're men, <laughs> like now, mm-hmm. you know, they're big and bold. But definitely me brothers. And you have to just let them go. And I know. Just look after you. I know. Be roaring and crying. There'll be a minivan and coming out. There'll be a minivan. Well, I can only wish you the best of luck, Amy. Well, I'll, po- I'll tag you in my post when I'm DJing yeah, in front of 20,000 people. I'm dying to see it. I'm like, oh, I know her. <laughs> Come on, girl. I know her. I'll have you sending the kids over to you now. Because like, what over to you about to She's over there years with our rich wife. Oh, yeah. You do a podcast over there now one of the days, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Like, one over to her. She'll mind you now. She'll set you up. She'll sponsor you. <laughs> well, the best of luck with it. That's great. And thanks for having me. Pleasure, anytime. Well, anytime. <laughs> I'm glad I'm after getting to see you before you piss I know, off. Geez, I'm, yeah, I'm going to Sydney, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Amy. Oh, thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.